Welcome, welcome my friends to the Beggars and Brawlers podcast. This is episode number 23, recorded Monday, the 5th of July, 2021, as I sit in my rapidly heating up semi in a parking lot in Glendive, Montana. And today, after much fanfare in our last two episodes, the Dragon Bard finally sings. We're in the middle of fruit season. As you heard from the intro, I'm in Glendive, Montana. I'm on the very end of a load of Rainier cherries, which are the most nerve-wracking because they are the most delicate. They spoil the easiest. They get bruised the easiest. They don't want to get warm, so I got to make sure my cooler is working perfectly all the time. It's not working perfectly right now, so there's been some stress about that. And uh, there was a lot of stress earlier when I was driving back. Anyway, fruit business is full on every day, 12 hours to 14 or 15 hours. Um, and it's a lot of nerves. It's also not, it's not me in a certain way. I love interacting with my customers and it's so cool that I can make money bringing people fresh fruit because they get happy and they get healthy and health is a thing that people need more of, uh, here in North Dakota and Eastern Montana. But there's a part of me that dies every year a little bit while I'm doing this and you're probably not surprised to know that is the author part of me. Every year I have this goal that this is going to be the year that I keep being an author somehow. I'm going to like revise this novel or I'm going to write a short story or whatever. And the last couple years, as I've been sending out newsletters, I've managed to keep that up, which has honestly been a big win compared to the years before it. But this year, as you probably know, I got a little more ambitious and I said, no, I'm going to actually write during the summer. I'm going to write a novel. The Dragon Bard is what I've been calling it. And I'm going to write it by dictation because I don't have time to sit down and write but I have time while I'm driving. So anyway, you probably know that story. I've kind of done it. I have done a version of it, <laughs> which is still a win over previous summers, but uh, I don't feel bad about this kind of having done it thing because it's involved learning something about myself. So I was excited to get this book started and I kind of planned it out. I kind of figured some stuff out and then I jumped right into chapter one. And then as I was looking at chapter two, I was like, God, I really don't know a lot about who this person is and what the place she's living in looks like. And I realized there was a lot more that I didn't know, including where the book was going and how it was going to end. Last summer, I tried to write a book that was going to be entirely discovery written where I didn't have a plan. And you know what? That just doesn't work for my brain. I don't feel comfortable telling a story unless I have like the omnipotent knowledge of a god in that world. And I know exactly what these people's past trauma are and how dragon metabolism works and like all the fine details. So I haven't been writing that much. I've got this one chapter done, but I have been doing a ton of world building and plot building. And so I'm getting to that omnipotent knowledge stage. So I'm feeling confident that from here forward, I will be recording more chapters. So I'm committing at least to giving you one per episode. And I have one because I wrote that one chapter and the dictation process of writing this, I was really not sure how it was going to go. And honestly, I won't say it was great, but it worked, which was which was a surprise to me. I didn't hate what I came up with, even though it took a lot longer to edit. But anyway, uh, I have for you the edited version. I'm not going to read you the whole thing because it would probably make for a very chunky podcast, and I don't know if you're up for that. So I'll read you the intro to it, and then there'll be a link in the show notes so that you can go grab it if you want to read the rest of it on my website. If you're on YouTube and you can't see that link, it's levijacobs.com slash dragon hyphen bard hyphen chapter hyphen one if you search that or you just type it into your address bar 
it should take you to my super secret page that no one else can read because this is definitely in beta form. And I intend to publish this book eventually, but it will change. And especially my openings often change wildly. So enjoy this for what it is. <laughs> Chapter one of The Dragon Bard. The Bard knew the colony was dead long before he saw the ice. There was no smoke, and smoke was life on the frozen continent. No smoke and no steady thump of dragon wool beating across the frozen wastes. Just silence and the ache that grew in his chest every time he found another colony gone. Another of his children lost to the ice. The early morning wind was picking up, a moan through the ice dunes as he walked beside his dragon, absently singing the shanty of Milatam. The moans made it mournful, but it had always been a mournful song. Funny how he'd sung it a thousand times, and only noticed that undertone after he started finding lost colonies. Not going to be pretty what we'll see in there, he said to his dragon, fitting the words into the shanty's rhythm. He'd lived on the ice thirty years, but he'd spent the twenty before them as one of the most accomplished bards of the old world. Now all those songs were good for was lulling dragons. Ligapog said nothing, her massive feet melting puddles at each step, silver eyes lidded like a kitten held by the back of the neck. She said nothing, but the bard thought she understood. She'd been with him at every one. Seventeen now, almost a tenth of what humans held in this Indian world. Seventeen more, and this civilization would start to crumble. His civilization. Alright, so I uh, hope you like that. Again, if you want to read the full chapter, there should be a link in the liner notes, um, or you can go to my website, levijacobs.com slash dragon hyphen bard hyphen chapter hyphen one. And subsequent chapters, if you're listening to this in the future, uh, will be that same address format, just replace two, three, four, etc. with one, and you should be able to find them. So it's been a ton of fun to write. I wrote that chapter, which is, I don't know, like four times as long in initially 15 minutes. <laughs> At the speed of talking versus the speed of typing and, and like reflecting, because I don't just sit down and type out a chapter. And that's wildly fast for me compared to how I normally write things. So that part's really exciting, because if I can do this well, I could write a lot of books. And I love that idea because I, like most authors, am plagued by this problem of having way more ideas than I have lifespan to write. And so if I could get them out faster, Oh man, it'd be awesome. So excited about this experiment. In my own personal update, I have gotten back into reading The Widow's House, which is book four of the Coin and Dagger series by Daniel Abraham. And you're probably thinking, Levi, is this all you read? Is this guy's stuff? And I'm running out, so don't worry. But yeah, I love it. His writing is just it's everything I want my writing to be. Or mostly, I guess I've recognized now, I've often wondered, why is he not more popular? Why did it take him teaming up with Ty Frank to write the Expanse series before his career really took off? I mean, this guy is in George R. R. Martin's inner circle, like he should have the connections. And I've kind of recognized what it is now. It's that he doesn't have these epic conclusions to his story. He's got a story that has so many interesting, twisty moments, but the book doesn't like bring you to this rallying, amazing conclusion and in this one, the middle of it is kind of meandering. So here I am. It sounds like I'm saying all these bad things about this book that I just praised. But it really is good. And his plot really does kind of meander. Brandon Sanderson talks about like flagging progress. 
when whatever your character is trying to do in that book, showing that we're making progress on it, and that's what draws us through a book. You know, it's the whole idea of uh, progression fantasy, if you've read any of that stuff, or a lot of lit RPG, I think. Um, and Abraham doesn't really flag it. You have no idea what's going to happen, which feels very real to life, and also, like, kind of like you're lost at sea as a reader. You know, like, sometimes truth is stranger than fiction, and we want our fiction to be a little bit more reliable than real life. So, I don't know. I think Abraham falls on the on the true side a little bit harder than a lot of readers want in their fiction. But I'm loving it anyway. In my podcast consumption, which is always wildly high during the summer, <laughs> I have uh, officially signed up for a YouTube Premium, or their, their three-month trial anyway, so my videos will keep playing when I switch to other things or when the screen times out, which is amazing, because I've been doing a lot of YouTube podcasting, whatever you would call it. Brandon Sanderson started a new podcast with his friend Dan Wells that's been cool, called Intentionally Blank for now. Shadowversity has cool stuff about like medieval technology, and I don't know, man, you can just wander on YouTube. Um, in my other podcasting, I've been listening to a ton of authorly nonfiction stuff that you're probably not interested in, and I've come back to an old favorite. I think it was really the first podcast that I fell in love with, which is My Brother, My Brother, and Me, in a comedy advice podcast. That's been going for, they're close to 600 episodes now, like since 2011 or something. <laughs> it's crazy, and it's still just like, you know, when you listen to a podcast enough and they kind of follow the same format, it's sort of like coming home. It's kind of like, it's reliable and dependable. I think it hits our human need for ritual um, somehow. So that's been that's been great. I've had myself some good laughs. It's been a long fruit season so far. I started this load the day after my 40th birthday, June 16th, um, and it's now July 5th, and I have not had a day off in that time. I've just had these, like, 12-plus-hour days back to back to back, and, um, yeah, getting pretty tired, need some laughs. I turn to comedy so hard in the summertime. It's not something I really seek out in the wintertime, so it's interesting to see uh, what work will do to a person, this kind of work anyway. But I'm happy to report that the other work, my true work, my life's work continues even if it is in kind of the background, and I'll have another chapter of that for you next time. So hope this podcast finds you well and in the company of good books. And uh, until next time, read on. For more information on Levi Jacobs and his books, including the award-winning Tide Collar Chronicles, please visit www.levijacobs.com. Or for a free audiobook, only available to podcast listeners, go to www.levijacobs.com slash free. Thanks for listening and read on.